You are listening to the Scaling to Freedom podcast. I'm your host, Christina Bernhard, and right now we are going to talk about how to build a funnel for services. So I know that many times when people are talking about funnels, they are talking about using them to sell their digital products. And most of my one-on-one clients, um, they are doing that. Like it is the common way to sell a digital product. So that's why funnels and digital products always go hand in hand, but it's not actually true that you have to have a digital product for a funnel to make sense for you. Um, This can 100% be done for services as well. So um, like when I was in the corporate world, all of my corporate experience um, was with a service-based business. So um, no products at all, actually. Um, And we did a lot of email marketing. It was always for services and you're always building a funnel no matter what you do. So I also got um, clients through my own funnel before I even had a digital product to offer. So I started out just selling my services um, through uh, funnels. So it looks slightly different but it is the same concept. So I want to talk about how to do this when you are a service-based business and you don't actually have a digital product to lead people to. So the first thing that you need to do is to decide your end goal. So it's not the worst thing in the world to have your funnel kind of go to all of your services, but what you want to do is really have a specific funnel for each one, especially if they vary a bit. So like my services, um, they really go hand in hand, uh, funnels and Facebook ads, because they really support each other, but they are also very different. Um, so I like if I have a funnel for um, for my services, they are going to be very separate. Um, and so one's going to be for Facebook ads and one is going to be for um, for funnels. So you want to decide what your end goal is going to be um, <clears throat> for your very first funnel if you don't have one in place already, because funnels work best when they are super specific. That is what makes them so effective. So um, have a funnel that moves towards your core offer. So like for me, my core offer, I have two. So if that is the case for you as well, make sure you just choose one. Um, and then within that, you can have, you know, a lot of people have like a high ticket um, and that can be your um, your upsell from your core offer. Um, and you might also have a lower ticket, which could be the downsell from your core offer. Um, so like for instance, my Facebook ads management, uh, package, some people are not ready to commit to that. And so my downsell from that is to do a Facebook ads audit. So if your budget is really not in the range of, um, outsourcing a Facebook ads manager, um, because it can be pricey for some people when you're just starting out, but you want, you know, some eyes on your, um, your Facebook ads that you're doing yourself, um, then I offer an audit, um, which is a much lower price point um, and there's no commitment. It's a one-time thing. So that's just an example. If you have a downsell, that is also a part of your funnel. Um, So these are just as if they were digital products. It's the same thing. Um, So it's just like if you had a big course and then you have your downsell or maybe you have an upsell for like a VIP version of your course. 
So once you've figured out like what you want your end goal to be for your first funnel, um, now you are going to create your freebie because that is going to be the first step of your funnel. That's how you're going to get people on your list. So just because you don't typically create digital products, um, and this is just an assumption because if you're listening to this, then you are trying to figure out how this funnel thing works for service only, um, So even though you don't typically create digital products, it doesn't mean that you wouldn't benefit from creating a freebie. So um, this freebie does have to be super aligned with your services though. So think about what your services offer and what the same kind of person would be interested in or whatever their pain point is and how you can give them just a quick win um, just in the first steps of um, that process for them. So what do they need before working with you? Like, is there any step that they need to take? Or maybe um, is there a belief that they need to understand or an objection that you need to address? Like, think about those things um, to figure out what kind of freebie would really work. And you would promote this freebie just like anyone who had a digital product would promote theirs. So um, to help you, though, with the topic, um, some like a little brainstorming activity that I like to do is the first thing is what are their pain points? So brain dump that. Um, The second thing is what do they need to know or have before taking the next um, step with you? Um, And then the third thing is, what do they need to believe? Like some people might have these different beliefs or myths about what you do, um, and you can address those with your freebie. That can be really effective. Um, And then the last thing is, what objections do they have? So like I said, addressing those um, objections, like as if what you do um, is maybe too expensive or it's too time consuming or it's not for every business. Um, Like even this podcast, what I'm doing, is I'm addressing an objection that a lot of people have when people have a service-based business, they feel like they can't have a funnel. And so they never get to experience the benefits of having a funnel, which is why I'm creating this episode. So this episode is a great example of how you can, you know, provide value. And while you're providing value, you're doing it in a way where you're addressing an objection for people. So you're helping people get over this hurdle that they that they wouldn't um, otherwise be um, able to get over because they have this um, specific belief or idea or um, they have just misinformation about something. So once you have your end goal figured out and you have created your freebie, um, so figure out what that freebie looks like, what it's about, um, and then you can go into the creation mode of it. Um, And then after that, you just have to build out your email sequence. So you can do, you can keep this very simple because usually whenever I talk about this, people tend to get really overwhelmed. And so I always want to stress um, more so now because I feel like I haven't stressed this enough in the past but I want to start stressing this even more because I'm hearing it so, so, so much, um, is that you don't have to, this funnel does not have to be elaborate. It does not have to be fancy. Um, it doesn't have to be long. It, It can be very, very simple. And by simple, I mean like a freebie in three to four emails. Like it could actually be that simple and still be really effective. So when you're building out your email sequence, you want to do a brain dump 
of the journey from your freebie to your services. So it's a similar brainstorm that we kind of just went over with the freebie topic and you're just hitting it at different angles. And so your emails are going to be um, different prompts that align with that journey. So come up with the prompts and which order you want to try them in. Um, The higher the price of what you're trying, of your end goal, of what you're trying to sell, the more emails that you need. Um, And to put that into perspective, um, that might look like, you know, seven to 10 emails versus maybe a lower level, like core offer, like my gut is saying like in the four to $500 range or something like that, uh, maybe kind of like mid range, um, that might only need, you know, three to four emails, but your, um, your audience really matters. So who you're getting into the funnel really makes a difference on how many emails, um, you would need. So this is something you have to test. So just start out with three to four and just see if that works. If it doesn't work, maybe add one, swap it out. Is there a certain email that people are not taking action on, but they're taking action on the other ones. So you have to look at those things because if your audience is super primed, like let's say you have this great community on your social media or you have a Facebook group that's highly engaged or something like that and you put out your freebie, um, those people might be a lot more primed and may only take three to four emails, maybe only one or two because you know if you have them really primed and already like trusting you so much, it's a very different situation than someone who has like a less engaged maybe Instagram or something and they start like putting it out there and their audience is a bit cold. So I hope that makes sense. Um, Again, it does not have to be perfect. Matter of fact, it won't be. I can guarantee you that your first funnel is not going to be. Um, We use a lot of troubleshooting and data. That's how we get high performing funnels. We don't just start from scratch and create this perfect funnel, right? It's something that is always a work in progress and data is what helps us get there. So um, your end goal, like whenever it's a product, it is that product, right? But the end goal for you will likely be um, for them to book a discovery call with you. So all you do is you just simply like whenever that email is a sales email, um, you just put a link in the email to go um, to send them wherever they need to go to book a call with you, whether it's a scheduler, maybe you have a landing page or something like that. So Those are the three steps. So you decide your end goal. Um, Just like with a product, it's just going to be your service instead. Um, Create a freebie to get people on your list. Build out your email sequence. And remember, it does not have to be perfect. Um, If you need help getting started, um, check out my funnel starter kit that I just created uh, recently. And um, what you do is it helps you decide like the tools you need, um, figuring out your goal if you need help with that. Um, And it also has like, a blueprint of a funnel so you can understand a little bit more of how they work. So if you're ready to get started on your funnel, um, you can download my funnel starter kit at christinabernhard.com slash starter. So I hope you found this episode helpful. And if you are a service-based business, I hope you give this whole funnel building Thing a shot because it can be super effective um, and I really, really believe in it. So um, if you have any questions, you can always reach out to me. I'm always on Instagram or you can go to my website. Um, and I hope you guys have an amazing day.